Evening, my Rabbi Yisai. Continuing along here in the Cheshbon number 14. Cheshbon Yedalid, which we had said as we started last night, it's a unique Cheshbon. Not something that we would have thought of on our own, certainly. And to try to apply it, it's quite interesting. But there are certainly opportunities that we have throughout our life to be able to zone in and connect with this Cheshbon. Because this is a particular Cheshbon here, of the idea of kamayim aponim laponim. Just like there's a reflection of oneself in the water, so too it is the way we behave with people who express their love for us. And when we see someone reaching out to us, wanting to do a favor for us, taking a liking towards us, automatically we go into the mode of taking a liking towards them. Certainly if we see it sincere, we take a liking towards them. If it's someone who we feel is like a sarvanogi, someone who we feel is a, a very chosh of a person, a distinguished person of importance, and he takes a liking towards us, we feel even better and we feel even more ready to give back and do a, have a liking towards that person. So he says, If we would even do that, if we would even feel that way, of someone who is like us, just a weakling, a human being. How much more so are we obligated to pay back in kind, to respond in kind to Hashem's expression of love to or towards us? How much more so do we have to express back our love to Hashem? Now, how do we know Hashem expresses His love? Well, first of all, it says it right in the Torah. The Novi Meshrabeinu informed us of this in the Torah. Ki that Hashem loves us. Like the Pasik says, like the Pasik says, Loi mi rubchem mi amim. Choshuk Hashem bochem, vayivchar bochem. It's not because you are more numerous than the other nations that Hashem desired you and that Hashem chose you. Meshrabeinu is telling us, Yidin, fellow Yidin, it's not because we have the strongest army. It's not because we have the biggest nation with billions and billions of people. It's not the reason. It's not why Hashem loves us. Not why Hashem chose us. It's because Hashem loves you. The Torah says Hashem loves you and therefore that's why He chose you. Because He loves you. And we'll see as well also because of the promise that He gave to the forefathers, who he loved them as well. I must point out something that Rableib Chasman said. Rableib Chasman was one of the Bali Musa from the previous generation. And he says, you know, when we say Shema Yisrael every day, we say, and we have a commandment that we say it twice daily to reiterate it to ourselves, inculcate it in ourselves, that you should love Hashem. So in other words, what's happening is, is that Hashem is asking us, more than even commanding us, Hashem is asking us to love Him. Hashem is saying, please love me. Show your love for me with all your heart, all your soul, all of your resources, he says, could you imagine like a, a king of flesh and blood 
would go over to a small village of people who were simple farmers. And he says, oh, you know, you farmers, I really desire you to love me. The king couldn't care less about them. Certainly he's not going to ask them, you should love me. Maybe he'll go to the, the most prominent people in his kingdom. So that gap, that disparity between this king of mortal, a mortal king and the farmers is far less than HaKadosh Baruch Hu and us, who are speck of dust. And yet Hashem says, I want you to love me. That's what it is. The answer is, if the, the farmer over there was the son of the king, and somehow he got lost far from the kingdom, far from the palace, and he ended up as a farmer in some far-flung village. And the king comes by and he says, please love me. In other words, he wants to jog the son's memory. Remember who you are. Love me. Do for me. That's what Hashem is asking. Hashem is saying, you're all my children. B'nai Yisrael, you're my children. You're my chosen nation. I call you my children. You are my children. And Hashem says, if I ask you to, to love me. But here, Chavis is saying that Hashem is not even expressing that directly, but rather showing that He loves us. And that's the nature of people, that when they feel they're being loved, they want to love back. And that's the way it is with people. So Chavis is saying, then let's make a cheshbon with ourselves. Let's take an accounting. We know that when someone shows us great love, it can be a stranger, it can be someone who we feel is important, and they do us a favor, we feel strong feelings of gratitude and wanting to do back to that person. How much more so? HaKadosh Baruch Now we should feel that way. Certainly, at a time, like the Mashkia pointed out, at a time a person has a simcha. It's much harder when just things are going as they always are, or a person's going through a tough time. It's hard to feel and see the love of Hashem. But um, oftentimes, when Hashem, things are going well, and Hashem is giving us a lot of bounty, a lot of His blessings, and simchas a person will have, and good parnosa that a person will have, and good health that a person will have, and good shalom bayas that a person will have, when he has to take note of that, and say, Hashem is just showering me down with all of these blessings, I have to pay back in kind. Hashem is sort of giving me a kiss, I have to kiss Hashem back. And Hashem expresses that he has an Ava, Ki Hashem Eschem. And even more so, Kosh says that, let's first finish the paragraph, then we'll quote the other Pasik here. And with all of this knowledge that we have, Rahinu Oisais Avosai. Besides knowing it, we even see it clearly. We have signs that Hashem how Hashem loves us. and Hashem helps us. Gam New areas of seeing how Hashem loves us. Or old past things that we see that Hashem has been there for us and Hashem has done so much for us. Im with him showing his closeness. And he also gave us a promise in every generation. As the Pasuk says again, a Pasuk in the Torah, which is absolutely provable, truth. 
And even with all this, and this is coming after the whole long-winded rebuke, then Hashem says that when you don't listen to me, there will be a lot of punishments. But even with all this, you will be in the land of your enemies. I will not be repulsed from you. I'll never be disgusted with you to the point to destroy you. So Hashem gives us promises. Hashem says, no matter what, I'll always be there. Hashem says, I love you. And when you do wrong, I have to punish you. But I'll never forsake you. Hashem never forsook us. And here we have an idea that Hashem calls us his, his relatives. We're related to Hashem. We're going to call Hashem soon our best friend. So there's an interesting uh, shot, an idea from the Chassam Seifer. Always fond of mentioning the Hele Gezeda. But he has a very interesting shot, really, which bring, he brings out based on this idea from Chavis Avobos. This episode takes us to the time when Klau Yisrael is leaving Mitzrayim. And we know that Hashem didn't take us in the direct route from Mitzrayim Teres Yisrael, which may have been a more direct, shorter route, but he took us a little bit of a circuitous route, not through Teres Pelishtim, but in a roundabout way. And the Torah tells us in the beginning of Parshas Bishalach, why did Hashem not take us the direct route through the land of the Pelishtim? So the Torah says, Hashem did not guide us through the land of the Pelishtim. What do the words mean? The simple shot is, even though it was Karayv, even though it was the closest route. But the say, the Kikarevu means two things. First of all, Kikarevu, that it the Pelishtim are relatives of the Mitzrim, the Egyptians, and Kikaravu that Hashem is the relative of Klal Yisrael, as we say every day in Pesukah Zimra. Levnei Yisrael, Am Kiroivoi, Hallelujah. This is Am Kiroivoi, we're the nation who are his, his Karavu, we are relatives of Hashem. A relative always has a special place in a person's heart. A relative does more for his relatives. So this Kikarevu, Hashem didn't take us through the land of the Pelishtim. Why? One, Kikarevu, because they are relatives of the Egyptians. Two, Kikarevu, because Hashem is our relative. What does that mean exactly? So the Chesam Sefer explains, based on this Balatosphus, that if we would have gone through towards the Pelishtim, the Pelishtim are related to the Egyptians. And they would have said, one second, these are the slaves of our cousins, the Egyptians. They can't be running away. We're going to chase them back. So the Pelishim would come to the aid of the Mitzrim and chase us back. Why would they do that? Because they are relatives of the Mitzrim. And when you're a relative, you do more for your relatives. So Hashem didn't let us go through the Pelishim because they were relatives of of the Mitzrim and they would send us back. And we had to realize that, that that's why Hashem didn't send us there. We had to realize, why are we going in this circuitous route? Meish Rabbeinu, what are you taking us? And we should have realized, you know why? Because if we go through the Pelishtim, that's what would happen to us. 
they would chase us right back. And we would have to think, of, you know that? The Polishtim being related to the Egyptians, that's why they're doing it. You know, when you're related to somebody, you do more for them. So, Kikoreifu, it's for us to understand that Hashem is our relative, and we are His relative. Kikoreifu. So, we were supposed to take that episode, that experience of not going through the Polishtim's land, to understand why Hashem prevented us from going to the Polishtim's land, because they would have displayed great Ava towards their relative, and from there we have to derive, that means I have to express also my love for my relative, who is in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's the way he explains the, the Pshat in that, uh, that parsha over there in Bishalach. But that's the same point Chavos Avos is making, that when we go through an experience of someone showing us their love for us, their liking towards us, or in that case, where we see that's what would have been had we gone through the land of the Polishtim. So it behooves us to then take that next step in our own mind that that's really the way we have to behave towards Hashem. Says the Chavis of Abbas, Now let us just round it out, complete it. It is known to us, Someone who is a good friend of our fathers or of our ancestors, we know if someone was a friend of our grandparents, so we know we have to take a, 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 an extra measure of showing respect and love for that person. That's the way it is. And it works the other way as well. If you have two people who are friendly and the grandson of one of them comes to ask a favor of the the other of his grandfather's friend so that friend of the grandfather we know will take a special liking towards this towards this grandchild of his good friend for many years because they shared such a wonderful bond and relationship that it will go down for generations and that's the way it is with a Baruch Hu. not even Kodesh Baruch Hu is beyond human feelings and emotions Shem is not a a mortal being, but we just do it to, to give us some idea of how Hashem wants us to know how He behaves towards us. And that's why we begin every Shemana Esrei. Every davening we say, Hashem is the same God of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, who they showed their utmost Ava towards Hashem. And Hashem, therefore, I says, I choose you and all of your descendants. And that, therefore, we say at the end of that first Part of the bracha may be goyel levnei venehem leman shemay beava. Therefore, Hashem will bring the gula, and He constantly brings the gula to us levnei venehem to their children's children, because Hashem had such a closeness with the avos and the imois. Avram Yitzchak Yaakov Sarah Rivka Rachel Aleya. Therefore, He says, therefore, I'm going to continue to have that relationship levnei venehem. For their children's children, Laman Shemoy Ba'ava, and it's done with such a, a love. It's not like Hashem says, Well, I don't have a choice because I promised the, the others. No, Hashem says, I do with such a love. That bond that Hashem had to the others still remains until today. And when we notice that and realize that, and throughout, certainly on a, a national level, the fact that we still exist as a nation. And we're still prospering, we're still growing, we're still flourishing, we're still successful. 
with all of the suffering and all of the tribulations and trials that we have gone through and have so many nations have tried to obliterate us and we still exist, it's clear to us, it's clear as day that Hashem has special protection, levnei v'neim. When thinking about that on a global level, thinking about that on a private level, behooves us to then bring ourselves to a greater level of Ava towards Hashem. Agutana.